0: What's up, everybody? This is Marvel Cinematic University. Anthony the third here. Also, Jake Christie. Jake, what's up, man? Nothing much. We
1: just recorded an awesome pod uh, that's coming out tomorrow. Uh, and uh, yeah, just happy to talk about something else quickly.
0: Yes, yes. As we kind of jump into some news that happened yesterday, both things James Gunn related. First, let's get to the main one, James Gunn along with Peter Safran, is running DC Studios. This kind of came as a shock to the comic book fandom world. This was not expected. I remember thinking about maybe a year ago when The Suicide Squad came out and how good it was and it seemed like James Gunn wanted to be more involved with DC. And I had just thought at the time, like, oh, sure, i could see him doing more projects creatively but it was brought up by people on the internet like hey is it going to be a situation where he might want to run the thing and i'm like i was thinking i don't know if he he seems like somebody who wants to do a lot of things lo and behold a year later here he is running dc studios on the creative side jake what do you think of this news
1: I think it's a, a really awesome decision um, having someone who's like a creative force. I mean, I think more creatively forceful than he, like Kevin Feige. Uh, I'm a bit surprised because I assume that he would want to keep doing his own projects. Uh, but I imagine he'll find a way to still be hands-on in the ways that he can be. Um, but yeah, I, it's it may be a lot more excited for the upcoming slate of DC stuff just because the thing that I was worried about is that like when they kept trying to find their own Kevin Feige... Um, they kept it felt like they kept finding people who like didn't have a creative voice um and i think that that's like the business side of it is obviously a lot a part big part of it but like the thing that kevin feige brings is the united the unified creative voice and so that is more important to my enjoyment of the stuff than you know whether or not they make smart business decisions
0: yeah for sure and uh, i think for me it's the passion of james gunn for not only the character's especially if you think about something like Peacemaker with some of the more obscure characters and how much care that he put into putting those on screen with that and the suicide squad and what he intends to do after that. I think just from the creative side, it's something that DC clearly has lacked in this, this amount of time that has passed where it's been too many chefs in the kitchen, as we alluded to in the black Adam review the other day and this kind of now makes things probably more cohesive and you have a you have a mind that at least i feel like you can trust and now that he has the backing of the business side we will see how all of this goes what the what the continuity is going to be is going to be interesting at least this much is is clear and this much is sure that they have a chance to actually set things right now as opposed to what we have been thinking with Black Adam and bringing Superman back and and everything like that. Now you can see something more cohesive coming out of this. And I look forward to seeing what they're going to cook up. I'm sure there's going to be a Peacemaker season two and anything that goes uh-huh. beyond that. It should be and, exciting.
1: We'll know how much control he has when it's announced that uh, Amelia Harcourt is the highest paid actress in the DCEU and she's in everything. <laughs>
0: uh, I can't, I can't,
1: I can't. Shouts, I, I shouts to him. I don't know what that check she got uh, Jennifer Holland got for black Adam was, but it wasn't nothing. I mean, be, be if you're going to be a husband, be a husband like James Gunn. Let me just say that.
0: There you go. And, and, and it's going to be, it's going to be very fascinating because I think there has always been the conversation about DC generally, and they have so many iterations of what they're doing, both TV side and film side and what that's going to look like now with It's just uh, a singular person along with, I'm sure, help to figure these things out and kind of make everything at least make a little bit more sense. Because I think just because of if you think about the CW stuff, the HBO Max stuff and and some of the stuff that they're doing just overall, it's it's so all over the place with. and, And that tends to happen with these things. Marvel TV had that thing with the Netflix shows. And they're in a similar spot now. DC is so to see where that goes is kind of exciting. It it, it really is, and there are I, I did I did find one thing interesting in their in the statement that was made by both Peter and James is they referenced a lot of characters, but they didn't reference the Flash. So clearly, there's some stuff that has to get ironed out there. So we will th- th- not only this show, but everybody will be keeping an eye on what happens with Ezra Miller and everything going on with them. So it's, it's going to be interesting. James Gunn has a, is James Gunn's a busy man. This is a four year deal. And before he even gets started with that, he has a couple of things to promote on the Marvel side. As we got a first look at a special presentation. The second one, the guardians of the galaxy holiday special. And this seems in the brief teaser that we got that it's gonna be a lot of fun, Jake. What did you? What were your first impressions of the teaser? I mean,
1: I think it's just exactly what it's advertised. Uh, very low stakes, um, just like a fun little diversion. Uh, and yeah, the plot of it, as much as we know, seems awesome. I'll give you the honors of saying it out loud.
0: Yes, and the the plot seems to be that Peter Quill seems to be down on his luck after not being able to find gamora so drax and mantis believe that the best way to cheer him up is to find and kidnap kevin bacon who and kevin bacon is actually in this as we see him get scared of both drax and mantis this was this was a, a ton of fun to see on screen and i'm kind of looking forward to seeing what that whole uh what that whole shebang is going to be how do you how do you feel about Kevin Bacon being in this as a as Kevin Bacon?
1: It's really funny and I think that it's an interesting way to go with it cuz I think it's I think we really haven't seen is Star-Lord returning to Earth. And I think that what this sets up is him, because his picture of Earth is still what he remembers when he was like eight, and it's still colored by that, so he thinks that Kevin Bacon is of course the coolest person alive. Not that Kevin Bacon's not still extremely cool, but I think that like <laughs> the way that it's going to force him to realize that maybe Earth wasn't the way he thought it was, maybe he was just eight, and I think that that's a really fun thing to set up.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. And I think the only, the, the one thing that I also noticed from the teaser was, holy crap, uh, Mr. Groot uh, seems a little buff. He, he he done buffed up. Buff Groot. Yeah, he's just uh that whatever whatever is in that in that sap has uh has got him going. The, the dude is is just jacked. My goodness gracious. Can't wait to see that. It should should be a lot of fun. I think what how I would describe this is the calm before the storm. And the storm is Guardians three as it looks to be not only the final film of James Gunn at Marvel Studios for the foreseeable future. But I think what's going to happen with a lot of these characters, and Gunn has hinted at it, the finality of not only what he's been doing, but the finality of some of these characters. There's going to be some people not returning after this next film. So I think to get something low stakes and kind of have a a little fun before the waterworks come uh, this upcoming May. Should be should be very interesting. Do you, Jake? Do you have any thoughts on what you think about the finality of what the, the at least this version yeah. of the Guardians of the Galaxy will be?
1: I think that obviously someone's going to die, or someone's. Um, I don't need them to go overboard with it. I think that uh, too many times, death of a character that's loved is used as a shortcut for stakes. Yeah. um and like i so like i only really need one of i don't need any of them to die but like i don't need them to kill off like half the guardians in order for it to feel like the end you know what i mean yeah um and so obviously a lot of everyone speculates that it's going to be drax because of uh dave batista's contentious relationship with marvel and i think that that's correct speculation i think he's the one who's gonna die
0: <laughs> yes yes i i believe it's him i also believe it's possible that there will be more uh, but i just yeah, don't know i, I, I just imagine... don't know the who but I just—I could imagine more. like
1: Nebula dying. I don't think that they would like someone like a Rocket Raccoon or Groot. I don't, well, they wouldn't kill Groot because they've already done that. Yeah. And Rocket, I don't think they would do just because, frankly, they need they bring Bradley Cooper in for two days and they get to say the movie is and Bradley Cooper. So like that is just <laughs> a really ridiculously dumb thing to
0: do. No, it, it, no, it absolutely it would be it would be bold. I'll say that much. Um, if if Rocket yeah. gets got, but. I would even say that I would say that Peter Quill is more likely than 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 a rocket in my personal yeah. opinion on as far as that's concerned. So, listen, get ready guys. This is November 25th and this will be the last mm-hmm. thing that we get from Marvel Studios for 2022. Yes. And I'm guessing that nothing till either February or March if I if I just my reading the tea leaves myself. That we won't get anything until then so
1: well i mean i think ant-man to be the first thing back well
0: ant-man ant-man will in terms of um in terms of uh movies yes ant-man yeah. in february so we'll, we'll get uh, yeah. we'll get that first and then we'll see what what's to come with secret invasion and echo I,
1: I don't think it's an accident that i feel like this is the last big thing going on disney plus and i don't think it's an accident that of course in December, Disney has their biggest movie since like end game in avatar, the way of water. I don't think that that's an accident that they're, I've heard people speculate about that, that that's like, that they're clear in the decks. And I yeah. think that that's probably true. Uh, so, yeah.
0: And it makes sense. Marvel's going to be, uh, it, as always, it's going to be a huge fixture in things, especially 2023. They have a, they have three big films and also they have a bunch of shows that are going to come out and presumably special presentations as well. So yeah, yeah a lot of james gunn news he's he is heavy in the streets right now so be excited to see what he does coming up next but thank you guys for watching this appreciate you subscribe to the youtube channel and you already know what to do as far as the audio is concerned so i ain't even got to tell you so for Jake christie i'm anthony canton the third marvel cinematic university